god, it's been like 400 years since I've done a podcast, but we're back. Um, that was an exaggeration. It's been like a month and a half, but it feels like it's been uh, 400 years um, since I did a podcast. But my name is Nathan. Um, you know, the usual shtick, we just talk about movies. Um, sort of doing things a little bit differently from here on out, but not really that differently. Just like a different kind of structure to it. Um, uh, trying to get more uh, variety in the guests that I'm having on and in the topics as well. Um, lots that are kind of similar to today's, uh, or at least I should say part of today's, but I'll elaborate more on that at some stage. I just don't want to spoil that part of the podcast. But right up top, uh, I should mention I've got um, a co-host today, as per usual, but a very special co-host. It's uh, it's Callum. Hello. Um, Hello. Some of you might know him as uh, the Music Bleachers. That is me. You know that one? That's him. I think I've heard of it. He does that. Um, you've heard of it? That I would hope so. Ah, so would I. Because if it's you not haven't bad, heard of it, we've got good. a problem. <laughs> I, I mean, I really like Music Bleachers. Like, no offense to um, Tits and other shit, but it's my favorite of the podcasts under our things. So that's good. I mean, good. I try and make it accommodatable to everybody, and by everybody, I mean people who share my exact music taste. So pretty much, like <laughs> legit. I was thinking that the other day. Like the topics you talk about are like. I love it because you're not like you're kind of similar to mine, where you're not trying to like accommodate to everyone's tastes. You're just like, "Hey, fuck it, we're gonna do one on <laughs> this album that like two of you have listened to," and then I'm like, "Fuck it, let's do a hoodwinked episode." You guys want that, right? <laughs> People like, are lying if they say they haven't watched Hoodwink, though. I mean, that's still one of the most popular episodes. Yeah, that could be because it's got Leah and Yasith, and like our dynamic is fucked, but. Um, yeah, that's one of the most popular. And then the other most popular one was when we made, uh, Shrek 5. Um, Amazing. which is sort of why I'm like leaning more into, um, shit like that. Cause yeah, like yeah. they're the ones that are doing really well. And they're the ones like, I'm not necessarily saying I'm doing it for more downloads. It's more like, um, people have given me feedback and they're like, they're the episodes that are the most enjoyable to listen to. Um, yeah where we get like a little bit more creative, which is what I'm going to try and do with this one today. But um, yes, I've brought you on. Uh, I, you know, Now thinking about it, have you been on this podcast or not? Yeah, yeah. We did the Phineas and Ferb movie. Of course. Yeah, that wasn't even that long ago. I no, just completely forgot about really. that. It was so good. Yeah, I loved like, that. That was fun. That was, yeah, that again was one of my favorite to record. Um, is that because I'm a delight? That we've watched. 100%. You are a delight, ah. but it's also partially because you also host a podcast. So it's like you have the podcast dynamic like going already, you know, the drill. Like some people, it's like they kind of take a little bit to settle in, but you are just like straight I would just be it. uncomfortably awkward the entire way through. You know what to expect. Yeah, exactly. But everyone knows that that's what they're getting. So it's fine. Exactly right. You know, um, I've brought you on for a very special topic one that's very close to your heart very, um, very. i wouldn't say it's as close to my heart but you are the person that drove me into this fucking stupid franchise that only consists of two movies not only that um, i drove you there 
for you the second physically one. Drove physically drove me there. Drove you there. Um, we're talking about the Mamma Mia movies today. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, on that, uh, we saw the second one together. I hadn't seen the first one when we saw it. Um, hadn't you? I thought you had. Nope, I had uh-huh. never seen it all the way through. I'd seen like the first half. Um, Must have been a surprise for you then. Um, yeah, we'll say that. Um, <coughs> so we saw this movie on that day when there was like, there were like $2 movie tickets or something. It was fucking insane. Um, it was like for a cinema's 100th, 100th birthday or something. And yeah, they something were doing like, like $2 movie tickets. So we went to see, I can't remember if we saw that other movie first. Or yeah, if we saw, we saw um, Breaker Uppers first, which was That's good. right. And then we settled down for this, which I was very keen for and you were dreading. And I forced you to watch it because it was $2. Honestly, yeah, I probably wouldn't have gone if it was full price. Um, I saw this movie twice at the movies, so <laughs> that's fucking devastating. I just need to I chime saw... in. I've only seen it once at the cinema, so... Mm, I know, I'm a one fan. step ahead of you. Um, but yeah, uh, Mamma Mia movies. Um, let's talk about them, because they're interesting. Um, the, the whole reason I brought you on was for... Um, let's say the third segment of this podcast, but um, we'll talk about the actual movies because that's what's in the title. That's what you're here for. Um, so first Mamma Mia, I have the Wikipedia page up for the movie soundtrack, not the movie. So that's great. Okay. Mamma Mia, <laughs> um, which is also promoted as Mamma Mia, the movie is a uh, jukebox musical film. Came out in 2008. Um, it was directed by people I don't know. And um, it's based on a musical. Um, if you don't know Mamma Mia, I'm there's probably like two of you listening to the podcast that have never seen Mamma Mia. Um, but even you probably know what it is. It's literally a musical based on the songs of ABBA, which, you know, everyone knows ABBA. I don't have to explain that. Um features a pretty big cast the first one you got christine baranski pierce brosnan Whoa. dominique cooper colin firth amanda seyfried is that you say name seyfried 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 sounds right um stellan skarsgård meryl street which is the big one obviously and julie walters um so first movie um it's about uh the greek island and um the resort hotel Villa Donna and it's owned by Donna. That's Meryl Street. And um, her daughter's getting married. Sophie, that's her name. Sophie is getting married to Dominic Cooper. Um, and three of the people coming to the wedding that Donna doesn't know about is the three possible fathers of Sophie who she this? doesn't know which one it is. <laughs> um, so she reads Donna's diary um, and knows that these three men were involved in her mum's life when she was conceived. So she's like, one of them has to be the dad. So <laughs> you've got um, Sam Carmichael, which is Pierce Brosnan, and he's uh, an architect. And then you've got Harry Bright, which is Colin Firth, the banker. And then you've got Bill Anderson, Stellan Skarsgård, who's a sailor. And she invites all three of them to the wedding. And she's like, I'm going to find out which one it is. And one of them's going to walk me down the aisle. Amazing. Um, 
that's the plot of the first one. Can we also <laughs> just give, like give credit where credit is due? They set up the entire premise of this film in a four minute, like in four minutes, to the song "Honey, Honey." Yep, pretty much incredible. They like fucking... that's they did very I, well for that. They did do a very good job of that. Um, I think. Okay, straight into it. The first movie is, <laughs> sorry to say this, nowhere near as good as the second one. Nowhere. Um, I don't know why that is. Is it because it's based on a musical, so it feels more like a, just a musical that's been cut down into a movie? Yes, that is Pro- exactly uh, it. Probably exactly yeah. it. Because the um, musical goes for like two and a half hours. This movie goes for an hour and 40 minutes. So, so like, exactly, they've cut it down a bit. Yeah, they've cut it down like heaps. All there's like four or five songs that are cut, and then like the actual musical uh, is great, really good. They actually mm-hmm. have talented singers, and the plot makes more sense. Exactly. Um, I think, yeah the 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 pros of the first movie, um, it was filmed in Greece, so that's pretty cool. Because it makes the like it makes it look pretty and beautiful, and it actually like looks like Greece because it is. It's not like filmed in a fucking studio or like in Hawaii or anything. Like they actually went there, which is kind of cool. It's great. Um, I mean, I'm trying to find how much <coughs> it cost to make. I can imagine um, this movie cost a lot of money. Honestly, like... not that much. Well, they would have had to buy million. That's surprising because they would have had to buy like all the rights from ABBA and the actual musical. Yeah, that's true because that would all be kind of in- included in it. Yeah. Um, I wanted to see like how much other musicals generally cost. Um, of like the same sort of uh caliber, I guess you would say. Yeah. But it's kind of hard to see. Um, like just to easily see it um the first one did make more money than the second one though by like two hundred thousand dollars or 200 million sorry wow that's Um, surprising considering the second one is in every single possible way superior right and it's also more of a movie i feel yeah that was the other thing they had the liberty to do whatever they wanted because it wasn't based on a pre-existing musical Mm. well that's it that's why it works better i think but um The thing is with um, the the budget, the box office, sorry, that I've just noticed is um, if you want to know how big of a movie this was, right? Because obviously it's a big movie now. It's listed in the um, all-time worldwide box office for musical movies. Mamma Mia, the first one, is fifth, only behind Frozen, Beauty and the Beast, Coco, and Moana. It only wow. made thirty million less than Moana. There you go, because that's that was massive when it came out. Yeah, it felt like Moana was massive. I yeah. think maybe because I wasn't uh, old enough to give a shit about Mamma Mia when Mamma Mia came out. Maybe I just didn't notice that yeah. it was that big. Well, I remember, um, like, because my mum and aunt and stuff are like massively into ABBA. So I remember it being mm-hmm. a thing, but I like I didn't even watch it until like five years ago. 
Yeah. I mean, it's fine. I'm not, again, I'm not saying it's a terrible movie. I used to think it was terrible, but rewatching it, I'm like, it's not the worst. No, and it's definitely better movie. if you do have a drink. So, recommend that. 100%. 100%. Fun fact um, as well, um, go which on. I found out recently, during filming, all of the actors were drunk. Incredible. You yeah. can kind of tell, though. Like I've I've seen the were... dancing. I've seen the the terrible lip syncing. Like it's very obvious. We've heard Pierce Brosnan. Um, we'll get to him. Fucking. Um, so another thing too, just while we're talking um, money, uh, fifth highest grossing movie of two thousand eight. Um, just right. across all movies, the only movies that beat it was at number four, Hancock. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly <laughs> wasn't that good of a film then if Hancock beat it. No, how is that so popular? Oh. Um like Iron Man made less money than Mamma Mia, the first Iron Man movie. Yeah, rightfully That's so, fun. because the first I just Iron Man in general sucks. Sorry all of you yes. superhero fellows. There's probably plenty but... of people on here that listen to that um watch superhero movies, but even I can agree. Like, like fuck that. Oh, just no nah. Fuck that movie. No. Nah. <clears throat> the only real robbery here is that um, Wall-E was number nine, right? Already yeah, but... a robbery that it even falls that low at no, $521 million. If you think about it, that's like a cult classic movie already. Like, no one watched it at the time. That's true. Everyone loves it, like, the last couple of years. Remy the Ratatouille. <laughs> is, that, um, is that that year as well? Uh, no. Oh, okay. No, no, right. no. That would have been... Uh, Later? Later? No, no, two thousand seven. <gasps> Holy shit! No, it was it was two thousand seven. Yeah, because I just scrolled further and it said that um, it was given awards in like February of two thousand eight. So yeah, right, two thousand seven. Yeah. Ratatouille. <laughs> now that what is a good fucking, movie, and I expect... that's a banger. I can't yeah. wait to talk about fucking Ratatouille at some point. We're going to yeah. talk about Ratatouille the musical. That is going to have to um, be two, yeah, two parter. One on the movie, one on the musical. We're going to have to. Yeah. By that point, there's going to be an entire musical. Oh, at probably. This rate. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, the robbery is that Wall-E made $521 million, but Kung Fu Panda made 631 <laughs> Fuck like, off. Like, that's not a bad movie, right? I like Kung Fu Panda. It's not Kung a good Panda, movie. But why did it make, like, $110 million more than Wall-E? Wall-E's fucking great. That's... A robbery. That is shocking. But this is also the same year that The Dark Knight came out. Oh, okay, so, yeah. So, like, number two was Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which sucks. And that was at $790 million. Yeah. And then The Dark Knight is, like, a billion dollars. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, <laughs> That's where all it's, the money it's went. a bit above it. Pretty much. Um, okay, so another thing I want to um, talk to you about um, is I actually have a page open that I want to read parts of to you that Excellent. I think you might like, and the listeners will definitely enjoy this. Um, we've got the Mamma Mia page on raisingchildren.net.au. Um, written. This page is written by the Australian Council on Children and the Media. Um, so this website, specifically this page, um, notes things in the movie that may be inappropriate or disturbing for children that are oh watching Mamma Mia. Um, and I just want to read you some, cause some are fucking incredible. So, um, violence, none of concern. <laughs> so that's good. That's a good start. Okay, that's great. Stuff. Um, yep. 
content that may disturb children. So every movie I've looked at has three uh, different age groups. They've got under eight, from eight to 13, and over 13. Right. So from eight and above, they're like, children in this age group are unlikely to be disturbed by anything in this movie. Under eight, however... In one scene, men from the stags night crash the hen's party <laughs> wearing strange masks. They come from the rooftops, swooping down from all directions. Some of the women scream and scatter. Some children might be frightened by the masks and the chaos of the scene. The chaos. Think of the children. <laughs> the chaos. Oh. Think of the children under eight. They're going to be scared of the chaos. Um, another one that I want to point out, which I think is incredible is um, the sexual references in this movie. It says, there are some sexual references in this movie. Uh, no shit. It's literally a, about sex. There's a whole scene of just soft porn in this movie. Pretty much. So, <laughs> uh, I think that doesn't even fall. I honestly cannot even see a mention of that anywhere. That's shocking. Who wrote this? That's like the only part of concern <laughs> for these underrates. Oh, oh, no, there's one line, actually, sorry. In nudity and sexual activity, (laughs) there's a line that says, Sophie and Skye kiss passionately. He moves on top of her while she's lying on the sand. So that is mentioned. So that's fine. Um, In sexual references, they give some examples of quotes. I don't care if you have slept with a hundred men. Pretty tame, you know, pretty, pretty chill. That's fine. People might not understand it. Um... What shall we do with three men? Again, kids aren't going to understand that. <laughs> no, that's so That's fine. probably okay. Like, that's fine, right? Um, third one. Are you getting any? Again, definitely um, I think you can get away like with adults. that. That's fine. Anyone over 13 will know what it is. Yeah. Anyone under? No worries. Tanya puts a large flower between her legs and pretends it's a penis. <laughs> so... <laughs> Incredible. Uh, less subtle. Um, but sure. Um, and then you've got alcohol, drugs, and other substances, where they mention that people drink wine in this movie. Not wine. Mm. And some of them smoke tobacco. Not tobacco. Pretty... That's the devil stuff. Yeah. Think of the children. Um, Do they mention when yeah. Tanya's got the fake uh, fake uh, joint? A bit, of a bit of a joint. They don't, actually. Oh. They don't mention that either. They just say different characters smoke tobacco. Crazy. So... I know, pretty crazy. Um, mm. The biggest section is nudity and sexual activity, which is just uh, many of the women wear low-cut tops or dresses, showing a lot of cleavage and or thigh. Not thigh. So that's just inappropriate. Um, Bill shows his bare backside with a tattoo on each cheek. Yep. Um, Donna caresses her breasts. Um, <laughs> great. Um, a guy that Tanya met at a bar wants her to pick up where they left off last night. Yep. So, again, they're the big ones. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and then the end just says, Mamma Mia is a light, sometimes silly, romantic musical comedy featuring gorgeous scenery, a catchy soundtrack, and a well-known cast. You might like to discuss with your children values such as determination, self-reliance, loyalty, and courage. <laughs> I'll think about it. <laughs> that's so funny, but also absolutely ridiculous. Incredible. Um, Again... No shade to RaisingChildren.net. This website's actually just for, like, parenting and, like, not just movie reviews that are giving me um, how many times someone caresses their breasts in the movie. But I just thought it was really funny. Not fair. And I just wanted to mention it. Um, 
the other thing I want to mention is I also have an article uh, written by The Tab, uh, which is a UK, like, they're, they're BuzzFeed, basically. Yeah. Um, and it's just weird, unbelievable, and downright stupid moments from the Mamma Mia movies. But it's got some from the second one. So we'll talk about the second one first, and then we'll talk about the weird moments from the Mamma Mia movies. Um, Mamma Mia 2. Where's the fucking plot for Mamma Mia 2? Just so I can summarize that up. I mean, you could probably just summarize it from memory. I could, yeah. You? Well, go on then. Uh, Take it okay, away. so in the beginning, um, Sophie is writing letters and singing Thank You for the Music. Um, and she's writing letters to the grand reopening of the <laughs> Belladonna. We don't need we don't need a scene by scene rundown. You should specify. <laughs> um, well, no, this is note this is noteworthy. So, and then Sophie okay. like writes an invitation to her grandmother, and then she gives all the invites to someone to drop off at the post box. But she takes the one for the grandmother back, and she's like, ah, she never comes to anything anyway. Flashback: we go back to Donna and um, Tanya and Rosie when they're graduating. They ki- sing. When I kiss the teacher, and it's basically her going on her way to Greece. She goes to Greece. It flashes from present to past a lot, um, and then they sing Ava. Important to note: Donna is also dead. Yes, well, Just randomly. Spoilers. I didn't realize we were doing spoilers, Nathan. This is. Why uh, do we have some fuck, viewers that still? It's in watch? the fucking trailer. It's not a spoiler. Whoa. Donna's dead. She dies. Pierce Brosnan kills her Pierce Brosnan, in the first why... scene of the movie. Why, why is Pierce Brosnan not the one to die? Like, he... I, I I cannot... I cannot explain to you how much I hate him in this movie. And movies. He just he sucks. I hate him in the first one. In the second one, he's not so bad. He's barely in it. So that's, yes, you can't hate him. A clever choice. Yeah, they made a good idea doing that. Yeah. He um, still has more screen time than Colin Firth, which is unacceptable. But on, Yeah, 100% like, unacceptable. Him and Bill Skarsgård are way better dads than fucking sam was yeah he's terrible he just lives up in a fucking hut he just and just literally like, he just whinges all day he's like oh my donna's gone that's it and then you're like oh, yeah that sucks and that's it yep. <laughs> yeah he's not the best no let's put it that way um yeah so okay so then i forget what you were up to so it just is like they run through, she meets all of them individually, yeah. but they still don't reveal who the dad is. They don't reveal it, but if you watch the movie, so the first movie basically says it's Sam. Um, and but then, then if you watch the second movie, it's implied heavily that it's Bill. I mean, well, wouldn't it be, am I right? Fucking, he's the best one out of all of them. No. Only... Young and old. Uh, mm, <laughs> mm, yeah, oh. I don't know. Harry's I don't even remember what. I have to look up all of them because I don't remember. I do have something that ties into this though. Um, I don't remember what young Sam looked like. Young Sam, Mamma Mia, was he? Oh, yeah, yeah. He was all right. He's pretty attractive, but he was like barely there. He just like. Oh, he had a whole. He had a montage in two songs, like. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, okay. Oh, and then, like, maybe. they had the little breakup and... Yeah. yeah that was I, a yeah, very quick breakup, him. too. Yes, it was. Okay, good. Now I've got a photo of all three of them. I can look at them all together. Right. So Sam, yeah, 
I remember them all now. It's fine. Excellent. Um, how could you not say Bill's the best out of all three of them, though? Like, as a person, even. I've just watched the movie, and I've watched the musical numbers, and I know which one looked the coolest, so... Know which one looked the coolest. Yes. <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah, also, as Bill, we, you as can't identi- said, You can't identify with young Bill. Uh, well, no, you can't. Young Harry's a loser. More so, like, that's true. Yeah. I can at least I can um, relate to young Harry. Young Bill is so attractive. There's literally no way to like even think that you're close to him. No, nah. and he's blonde, which doesn't help. And he can coordinate his feet and do that boat dance. Like, no, nah, oh, I can't do that. The boat dance. Come on, it's the best part. Absolutely. Um, yeah. As we already said, the second one is just a more consistent movie like because they just kind of did an original story uh and it's just a lot better in general i think at being a movie like you said the original musical is good but translating that into a movie you have to cut it down a bit this is made the way it is on purpose um and I think it's pretty it's pretty good. I'd say it's like very it. good. Because the other thing was that they had the freedom to do whatever they wanted. And they realized that, you know, most of the actors they hired couldn't sing for shit and were pretty old by this point. They're like, let's yes. introduce like the younger versions of all the cast. And that, like it makes sense to tell that story, I think. It's it not does. like it's not like, oh, they did a sequel for the They also did it ten years after or nine years after the original. So it wasn't rushed. Didn't even comment on that. Yeah, it's crazy. It came out like 10 years after the first one. Mm, like and it's insane. still pretty well, you know, well-rounded. I'd say so. In terms of like, the story makes sense. Yeah. It's like, why wouldn't you do it like that? And all the um, young cast are great singers. Like, all the songs are really like, you can enjoy listening to them. Well, that's because... <laughs> so, here's the things I like about the second one. The two main things, and they both have to do with the music. The first one is that the problem with the first movie is they got actors first. So yeah. they got Meryl Streep, Pierce Brosnan. For, I don't know why they did that. Um, still on Skarsgård, you know, like they got actors there, not singers necessarily. Yeah. They can sing. Meryl Streep theoretically can sing. She's all right. Pierce Brosnan some of it. Yeah. cannot sing, but they still got him there. Um Whereas the the younger cast, they're like, they sound like they're actually singers. Like they got well, singers they are, yeah. first. Yeah. So I was like, it made sense to do it like that. Why yeah. didn't you do the first one like that? Because <laughs> like Jessica Keenan, who plays young Tanya, she is she's from Broadway. She has a heap of Broadway. She was in Heather's the musical. Yeah. She was Heather Chandler. So you know they well, got like actual sense, singers. Then. Yeah. Um. And I think, you know, that's generally pretty, um, uh, what's the word? I don't know. But like that is usually indicative of like when you can listen to a soundtrack of a um, musical and it just like you could just listen to it as part of your playlist. It's like that's when it's generally better. I guess they have the benefit of they were actual songs before. Yeah, for sure. But like... um, it sort of comes down to like getting singers first because otherwise then you have Pierce Brosnan and you're like, 
I don't know if I can just listen to this unless I specifically go, I'm listening to the Mamma Mia soundtrack. Which um, just doesn't happen because it's got Pierce Brosnan on it. Well, yeah, exactly. <sighs> doesn't work like that. No, it does not. Um, And, you know, so, like, you're going to hate that I'm using this example, but cats, right? Hear me out. So... <laughs> Yep, go on. I hate to bring up I hate to bring up um the movie that we don't talk about. I'm gonna have nightmares for weeks now. Didn't happen. Um I was reminded of it today and I just didn't I, I didn't want to be a part of that. Um you know, you have like Taylor Swift's song, for example. Yeah. Um that's ge- generally pretty good and obviously she sounds good yeah. because it's her. Um even but- I hate to say it. Don't you dare. No, no, stop. Because I thought you were going to use that as a bad example. Don't you dare say his name. I don't know what you think I'm going to say, but I was going to say Rebel Wilson. Okay, all right. Thank God. Uh, (laughs) I think you know where I'm going. I do, yeah. Uh, Rebel Wilson. I got that. Made Uh, sense. She's done music. She's pitch perfect and stuff. Exactly. Um, That scene gives me nightmares, but the song, not that bad. But James Corden has done musicals before. He's done musical stuff before. But don't get him singing in a fucking movie anymore. Why do they keep doing it? They just released a new Netflix musical, yeah. and he's in that as well. Have you Why? seen all the hatred he's already gotten? Like, oh, so much. They're like, the movie's he's doing fine, like, but... He's playing a gay character or something, and he's doing like it really badly and like really over the top or something and everyone hates it well they just there was just so many like people comment to be like why did you not just cast like a gay actor because apparently he did it offensively or something it's pretty it looks like it like from what i've seen i've only seen the trailer and he wasn't in it much thankfully i know but like you know what i mean like it doesn't make any sense to do that like it doesn't just get it if you want to get actors first do it but get actors that are also known for being singers right don't just get fucking pierce brosnan because he's good looking and he's going to attract the middle-aged female audience that this movie's made for yeah get someone who can actually sing but is also maybe a well-known actor if that's what you want to do exactly but then you attract the issue that happened again with cats you have jason derulo just no yeah just being a a fucking weirdo. Yeah, but that doesn't come down to the song. That comes down to him thrusting and <laughs> pouring oh. milk on his face. Oh. That man just wanted... He needs some milk! <laughs> milk! That was... Oh, that was almost as bad as Ian McKellen just lapping up milk from a it's, bowl. It's almost been a year since we saw Cats. I think we have to watch it again. Can we not be sober? Well, uh, yeah, obviously. Because we were the first time, and that was no, terrifying. No, way too sober. This time, if we watch it, we have to be almost blackout drunk by the time it's over. Like, that's oh, how drunk we have we to will be, be. Because we'll... I'm not doing this. Can we take a shot every time we see a cat? I think that's impossible. That might be... Or a sip, like... Death. That like, sounds like... like you're just drinking the whole movie, though. Like, huh, most funny you mentioned all that. cats. <laughs> That's the point. Yeah, if um, I black out 10 minutes in, then I don't have to watch the rest of it. Exactly. Well, we could do that, and then we can do a podcast on it. Mm-hmm. We can do a podcast on um on cats. That'd be fun. Oh, f- imagine, okay, so imagine this, right? Imagine we, 
this is my plan. You come here. Um, I download Cats in 4K. We watch it on the TV in the best quality we can get. Get super drunk and then record the podcast while we're still drunk. Can we right record the podcast while we're watching it? And then just oh, edit it. That would be incredible. Like, I mean, it'd be a lot of just editing. Being but... our, commentary, our commentary of us just going, oh, not, fuck off. God, oh, this sucks. Oh, this is so stupid. Yeah. And then but the then there's going to be. Like... <laughs> but then by the time we get to magical Mr. Mistopheles, we're going to be like, yes, go, Mr. Mistopheles. Oh you know, you magical fucking save the movie. Mr. Mistopheles. We love him. He's our favorite. He is. Oh, yeah, he's the favorite. But also, um, what is it? Um, fuck, hold on. What's his name? I'm going to search him. <laughs> this is important. It, ah, it is Skimbleshanks important. the Railway Cat. Of course, Skimbleshanks. The we love Skimbleshanks. What do you mean the worst the, one? The only name I ever remember is Buster for Jones. That's, that's <laughs> James Corden. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason you remember that because it's a fucking stupid name. <laughs> It's because it's always the one I have to pull out. Like, when I'm talking about cats, I have to talk about Buster for Jones and why he sucks. Yeah. Can um, we just look at these? Hold on. So we've got... Um, okay, yeah, got, fuck it. We're talking about cats now. Where's the fucking uh, characters? <laughs> I've got it up. We've got cats, Taylor cats, Swift okay. as Bumbleerina or something. Oh, Jennifer Hudson as Grizabella. Oh, um, yeah. Francesca Hayward as Victoria the something cat. It doesn't say. I think the cat. Victoria the cat. Um, Isn't she? She's like Victoria the house cat or something. I don't know. Something the, like that. The Jellicles. Oh, fucking remember Jellicles? How that's a word that we've never heard of. Uh, Jellicle cats. Jellicle cats. Jellicle cats and Jellicles do. Uh, ew. Ew. I forgot some of these names. They're Rum so Tum bad. Tugger. Rumple Teaser. <laughs> Um, Old Deuteronomy, McCavity, Jenny Any Dots, Ugh. and then just Cassandra. Monkerstrap. Don't forget Monkerstrap. He's the main one. He's the he's the main male cat that like leads her along. Jelly Lorem, Griddlebone. Oh, I don't, I don't I just, remember these ones. Oh, I just saw a photo of. I forgot how bad the faces look. Oh my god. Oh my god, I just forgot. I was looking at the cast. <laughs> Do you remember the cockroaches doing the no. dance with the faces, no. and then Jenny Any dots remember Wilson the cockroaches. Just, she just no, noms on them. Cal, <laughs> I don't want to remember them. <laughs> I didn't realize we were crying out of fear on this podcast. Uh, I didn't know we were going to talk about cats, but here we are. I'm <laughs> still talking about it. Ugh. I'm going to look at when I posted the TikTok that you made of us seeing it. It was 30th it, of December. We oh, saw it on the 30th of December. Guess we're watching it again on the 30th. I think it'd be rude not to. It would be rude not to. Because it came out on Boxing Day, that's why. So we saw it like, we we saw cats three days after it came out. Really? Four da- four days after it came out, we saw it. And the cinema why was still empty. That? <laughs> yeah, why the fuck did we think that was a good idea? I remember sitting there and going like, this is going to be so funny. And then about five minutes in, I turned to you and I was like, this is not, this isn't funny anymore. No. <laughs> and now it's really hitting me that I, this isn't funny. <laughs> so, um, all right. 
We're talking about Mamma Mia. We're going back to Mamma Mia. Fuck this. Um, are we actually I, talking about Mamma Mia, though? Or are you bringing If I talk articles? about cats anymore, <laughs> I'm going to throw myself off the roof. Um, okay. Uh, let's talk about that article I was talking about. Every weird, unbelievable, and downright stupid moment from the Mamma Mia movies. You don't need an article. I'll just tell you. Let me tell you. There's like five in here. There's more than that in the movie. Like, come on, you can't c- cut this down to five and say that's all of them. That's every weird moment. I have two also, separate lists, one for each you're movie. You're going to disagree with these two, I reckon. All right, so, read them. Go for it. All right, first one, definitely going to agree. Voulez-vous. Um, uh-huh. Firstly, they make a good point of you've got the bachelor party and the hens party. Why would the bachelors crash the hens party? It's Easy. Like, they were in Greece and they were drunk. Next. Okay, fine. <laughs> Uh, but they crash it, and it's really weird and creepy, and they swing in. People are screaming, think of the children, Callum. Think of the children. <laughs> Not the under-8s. Okay, second one. The winner takes it all with Meryl Streep and Pierce Brosnan. Right? Hear me out, or more so hear out the tab UK. Um, they're not saying that Meryl Streep is bad in this scene. They're saying that Pierce Brosnan is bad in this scene. He just stands there while she sings. He just stands there. And it's weird. Um, also, she sang half of that live, fun fact, and the other half was pre-recorded. Oh. Because it's Meryl Streep, and she's an actor, and she wanted real emotion <laughs> and stuff. Exactly. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, the next one ties into that. Everything to do with Pierce Brosnan. Excellent. Says, uh, firstly, getting an X007 into a musical was probably one of the weirdest ideas in Hollywood. Secondly, forcing him to sing... Everyone slates him for his singing, but it's impossible not to. Um, and he sucks. yeah, he just does not look like he's having a good time either. Like he, you know, everyone else looks like they're having a fucking blast. Yeah, exactly. But then, his like, looks like he wants to go home. <laughs> man thinks he is home. He's getting drunk in Greece for free. Of course, he signed on for it. He would have to have been the drunkest, I reckon. No, he wasn't. That's why Surely. he was. <laughs> But he clearly wasn't, uh, yeah. sadly. He's the opposite. He's the most sober everyone else is yeah. drunk. So Mrs. Like, Weasley was the drunkest. Yeah, 100%. Um, speaking of Mrs. Weasley, the scene where Bill and Rosie climb the rooftops. To be fair, that is literally the final scene in the movie, and it's like, ha-ha, it's like, I'll, I'll allow it, you know? Sure, we'll allow that. They're singing Take um, a Chance on Me, and it's the stalker versus the guy who doesn't want her, and it's... It makes sense to watch. Yeah, that's true. I'll, I'll accept that. Um, here's where we start getting into ones that I can't say I necessarily agree with. Okay. Firstly, lay all your love on me. What? I wouldn't say it's a weird, a weird, unbelievable, or downright stupid moment at all. I would say it is one of the best moments of the film. Yeah, like it's strange, but it's not like... It works in the movie. Yeah. It's not, like, weird in the movie, like Voulez-vous is. Like, Lay All Your Love On Me is, like, probably, I'm going to say, the most iconic scene of the first one. Maybe? Yeah, first. Yeah, it's first. There's another one, but that's second. Yeah. Um, so it's yeah. iconic. They're, you know, crawling together to each other on the beach in a very sexual manner that that webpage would disagree with. There's yes. um, Flipper Boys, which come out of nowhere. Flipper and, boys that cock block sky. Yeah. Yep. Also, that happens in the musical as well. There are literal people in scuba costumes and flippers that come running on stage. <laughs> That's incredible. 
Ima- As like, it it's should. so funny. Um, but yeah, no, it's such an iconic scene. And if you talk to any, specifically younger people who watch this movie, that will be something that they point out. Older people might be like, oh, that's a nice girl from the ABC just sang a song on the sand. But we're like, flippers, woo. That was ridiculous. Yeah, let's go, flippers. Um, all right. Uh, hang on. Two more. It, the thing is, these are both from the second one too. Oh, okay. Should we leave First them? one. Yeah, okay. No, no, no. We're we're going into it. We're, we're going to do this, and then i got something else to pull out on you, <laughs> so oh, get excited okay. about that. All right, I'll try. Um, it's also from the tab. Um, okay, this one makes no sense. They've listed, at the bottom of their list of weird moments, Donna at university. Why is that there? Why is it there? It's literally there so that they can sing When I Kiss the Teacher and it makes sense. Yeah, no, I love that scene. It's good. It's great. I think it's good. It's a good introduction to the character. Yeah, because it, say... well, it gives her a reason to be like, I'm going off traveling. I've just finished uni. I'm going to find myself. Makes sense. Yeah, exactly. You know? uh, and then, sorry, they probably only listed it because they're having a little whinge and saying, no, this doesn't make any sense. Donna graduates from New College Oxford in 1979, but New College only accepted women in 1979. So Donna finished her degree in one year? Hmm? Like, sh- shut up. It's a fucking Mamma Mia. Like, fuck, <laughs> it's not a... Oh, nothing in this is realistic. Fuck off. Um, um I don't know. Kind of, this <laughs> ties into the last one that I, is on the list that I don't agree with. Donna sleeping with Harry. So they're claiming that um, Harry is a creep and he's weird and she is too nice uh, and it realistically would never sleep with him. It's literally an abroad, like, sex. That's it. It's Have just a one-night stand. Have they never heard of a one-night stand? Like, they say, oh, Harry comes along, he's just a stranger in a French hotel. He could be a murderer. Yet, so could literally anyone that yeah. anyone has ever gone home with. And That's... he's so clearly such a dork that... Literally. Like, she probably found it charming, you know? What if there's an alternate universe in the Mamma Mia multiverse that we spoke about pre-podcast where um, Harry is a murderer? Think about that. Could he murder Pierce Brosnan? Ooh. I would like to see Ooh. that. That'd be interesting. So so young Harry murders Pierce old, Brosnan? Yeah, no, not, not young Sam. He doesn't kill young Sam. I want he young Harry to kill Sam. Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> so that they cast a different future current day sam that's that's what i want to happen like God, the actor also, Piers you, don't, Brosnan. you don't even want him to kill sam no you i just want him to, to kill, kill the actor of Piers brosnan. brosnan just so he's okay. not in the first film ruining it that's it that makes more sense yeah, yeah. It's, we more, can allow it's all practical as well because he could kill young Piers brosnan mm, prior to 007 so that he's not even famous that's true although his 007 movies are pretty good. Wouldn't They're not know. the best. Ugh, They're just... probably the worst, actually. Well, you know, whatever. Okay, anyway. moving on. This is what I was leading into. Also from the tab UK. <clears throat> okay. Um, let's read out this little uh, excerpt that they've got here. and I, You'll get the gist eventually. All right. Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again came out two years ago, and yet I'm still not over young Bill. In fact, I don't think I'll ever be. And now both the Mamma Mia films have been added to Netflix. We can all reminisce on the wonder that is young Bill. But let's not forget the two other guys, Sam and Harry, are both fun, entertaining, 
and equally not bad to look at. But if you were on that Greek island and, like Donna, had the chance to hook up with all three of them, which one would you end up with? That's right, baby. We're doing a quiz. Let's Whoa. go. We're doing a quiz. Which of the guys from Mamma Mia, here we go again, would you end up with? Here we go. So I'm going to ask you the questions. We're yes. doing you, not, okay. not me. We'll all do right. me after maybe, but we're doing you. All right. Sounds Ten good. questions. Let's go. Number one. How confident are you? Your options are. If anything, I'm overconfident. Depends on the situation. I don't have much faith in myself. I like to think I'm quietly confident. They are all so different options. Um, they are so different. <laughs> let's go the second one. Depends on the situation? I'd say that's about right. Let's give it a try. Yeah, why not? All right. Which of these sounds like the best date night? A bar crawl? A romantic dinner, picnic in the park, rock climbing, cinema, or going round an aquarium? Bar crawl. Bar crawl. Yes. Although I did go around around the aquarium getting rather hammered a couple of days ago, and it was That looked like the best Christmas party ever. It was so good. Well, because the entire aquarium was open, the lights were out, but we had free access. So I just went and ran around with the penguins. Obviously, there was glass, but there was penguins. So it was <laughs> I went in the penguin enclosure, ran around with the penguins, and gave them some beer. And it was great. <laughs> exactly right. Then I got kicked out of me. No, I didn't. Um, <laughs> well, if yeah, only. Nah. All right. You see someone fit for, across from you in the bar. What do you do? Blush and look away. <laughs> I fuck them and wait for them to approach me. <laughs> Go straight up to them and say hi. Let my friends know I think they're fit, but not do anything about it, or ask my friend to start a conversation with them. None? I don't know. Well, how drunk am I, I guess in this situation? blush and look away I don't, would be I none. I wouldn't but be, you wouldn't no, blush. Wouldn't do that. Not if they hadn't, like, no. I think, oh, if I'd had enough to drink, I might go up. You'd probably go straight up and say hi. I'd say so. That's fine. Like, coming from... Me, I'd say you would probably do that. Maybe. Um, what's the longest relationship you've ever been in? Next question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've managed a week before, more than two years, a year. Lol, what's a relationship? Six months, or I'm in a very committed relationship with Netflix. I think we'd have. I'm going to pick in the first lol, one for you. Uh, well, that's <laughs> high school. It doesn't count. I would say lol. What's lol, a relationship? Yeah. Probably that one. Let's let's do that. All right. How do you react when something embarrassing happens to you? Style it out. Nothing bothers me. Literally dig a hole and bury me in it. <laughs> Laugh about it with my mates and get over it. What do you go with? There's not even a third blush go bright red. Fucking don't talk to anyone for 10 minutes. and think I I'm guess that's and dig a happen. hole. Well, right? uh... We need an option between dig a hole and laugh with your friends, but we're probably going to yeah. say dig a hole. What was the first one? Because style it out. Yeah, no, not that. <laughs> style it out. Nothing bothers me. What does it even oh, mean? actually, we probably, maybe maybe the last one, because I mean, embarrassing shit has happened with us in a group, and That's true. we just we go just laugh about it. Remember when you and I got hit on by those 12-year-old girls at Chaston? Ew. That was Ew, shocking, that. and I... It just Liam pulled up the other day and reminded me. I was like, that's fucking horrible. I don't want to think about that ever again. Um, all right. Pick the gift 
you'd most like to receive. A wardrobe full of new clothes, a book signed by your favourite author, plane tickets, a new car, a puppy. Plane tickets. Plane tickets, alright. What's your usual type? Oh, here we fucking go. The bad boy, the arty hipster guy, the ambitious guy who already has his grad scheme in place, Mm. a nice boy you can take home to your mum, the funny guy, or rugby boy. (laughs) Um, what's the second one again? Probably arty hipster boy. I was going to pick that for you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um. Oh, I get to I get to pick this one. How would your mates describe your relationship history? Um, out of all. these <laughs> options, I'm gonna go with full of tears and ice cream. <laughs> what are the options? I mean, it's not wrong, but <laughs> we've got quite frankly a disaster. Just a lot of one night stands. Pretty successful. Full of tears and ice cream. Non-existent. Or sometimes a bit dramatic, but always full of lots of good moments. See, I wouldn't say it's non-existent, and yeah. I wouldn't call it a disaster. I'd agree with so, that. Yeah. So the next stand-up is full of tears and ice cream, right? I'd say that's about right. <laughs> I've listened to right. Joji for many hours. That needs to be a thing. Exactly. We need... We need has listened to, listened to ribs a hundred times before the 1st <laughs> yeah. of May in 2020, which may or may not have happened. Insane. I can't believe that. That's fucked. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Spotify. Really. Um, All right. Second last question. Drink of choice on a night out. Red wine, beer, cider, white wine, Prosecco, or cocktails? Uh, Beer or cocktails. It kind of depends on the mood for you, right? Well, because if we're going out to, like, the Hawker or... Not the Hawker anymore, but, like, beer deluxe and shit, we get beer. But if we go to, like, a cocktail bar, not buy beer. Cocktails. Yeah. Hmm. I guess just uh go cocktails. Why not? Yeah, go cocktails. All right, last one. What do you find most attractive in someone? Confidence, willingness to help others, ambition, being laid back, intelligence, or humor? That's a tough one. Can you please reread the options? All right, we will reread the options. We've got confidence. Willingness to help others, ambition, being laid back, intelligence, or humor. How are you meant to pick one of those? Like, humor is great. so many. Confidence is good. Helping others is kind. I guess, like, just whichever one sticks out the most as, like, something you really like. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe... Because I've met people that are overconfident, and that's terrifying. Like, a lot of my friends are overconfident, and that's terrifying to be in public with Terrifying. Them. Like, horrible. Yes. But then, like, you want someone um, very confident, also. Yeah. And then, like, humour. It's hard Essential. to go past that. Mm. But, like, intelligence is nice, too. This is hard. I don't even know what I would pick. Like, it should be, like, which of these is the least important to you? Yeah. That would be probably also very be difficult. So much easier. That would probably be just as bad, but... yeah. What do you reckon? I'll get. I'll phone a friend. What do you reckon? Personally, I would pick humor. That is very important. What would you pick? Knowing my answer, what would you pick? I feel like I'd have to agree, to be honest, because 
happening in humor. Yeah. The suspense is huge here. Oh, yeah. Everyone listens to the whole Ted question, gets here and goes, just fucking pick something. They're like, are we talking All about right. a movie or not? <laughs> we are not. All right, it's calculating our results. Oh, <clears throat> what we get? Is this for the Lucky... young one or what? This is for young. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> here we go. Lucky you. You've hit... The... I'm reading this word for word. You've hit the jackpot. Bill is fit, confident, and pretty much <laughs> makes every girl look weak at the knees. He's not into commitment, but when he looks like that, who cares? He's fun, outgoing, and you'll never be bored with him around. That's Amazing. not a bad outcome. That's not you a bad outcome. Complain. You know what? I'm going to like breeze through it right now. without. I should have done it before the podcast, but I'm going to quickly breeze through it without right. reading the questions. I'm going to do it, but we'll talk at the same time. Excellent. Um. Let's start talking about the soundtracks because uh, they're quite important. We're just going to talk about our top five. For do you have a top five for the whole f- series, or did you do one for each? I did whole series. Okay, cool. Me too. Do you want to Amazing. start with your five? Go from five to one, obviously, so we yeah. can build up to it. Are we doing my five then your five? Yeah, do your five while I do this and I'll listen at the same time. (laughs) Do you want me to go from five up to one? Yes, go backwards. Okay, so first of all, we have uh, from Mamma Mia 2. Here we go again. Waterloo. Mm -hmm. Because... I've got got that on mine as well, so I appreciate that. Not at number five, but I do have it. That's even better. No, because a lot of people, when I had... I've spoken to people about the movie, uh, Matilda who will not be listening. Oh, she might listen to this. You never know. Um, Well, someone else said that is like a horrible song. He doesn't sing it very well, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, no, no. This is production. This is a piece of art. Like the song is amazing. His accent, incredible. The choreography, oh my God. Imagine someone saying, I don't want to do the dance in Waterloo in the restaurant. (laughs) Like imagine. So good. And also Waterloo is one of Abba's best songs. It's in their top five. So this has to be in my top five. For sure. Yeah. All right. Number four. Number four. Name of the game. From Mamma Mia 2 again. I like that pick. I forgot that was that was good, but that's a good pick. Thank I you. like that. I went through the soundtracks just before we did this. So, um, yeah. Name of the game. It's just, it's got, so um, Lily James is singing. She's amazing. Godsend. Great singer. She's just, you know, dancing, vibing her way through the, uh, through the trees, picking some oranges, chases a goat, then gets chased by the goat. You know, um, such a good time. Also, I did need to mention quickly an honourable mention for my top five, which happens immediately after she gets back from her vibey dance, sees that, finds out that Sam has a fiance. They go straight into knowing me, knowing you. Now, Oh, that is, yeah, okay. okay this is That's my, my issue. number six. Yeah. <laughs> my issue is that in the movie, amazing. It's such a great song. The voices complement each other. Like, it's, I think it's my, like one of my favorite ABBA songs ever. So good, all great. However, if you listen to the soundtrack where it ends in the movie, it keeps going for the next verse, except Pierce Brosnan sings it. No. He's what? not even in that part of the movie and he no. sings the next verse and it no. ruins the song. Why? Um no, that fucking wrecks the whole thing. Yeah, so that's why it's an honorable mention because in the movie version it's in the top five. In the soundtrack version, it's not on the list. So That's fucked. 
Oh, just anyway. Sorry. Okay. Um, no, fuck that. That's I haven't heard that before. That's terrible. Oh my god. Like literally, um, you listen to the first two minutes, and then you have to skip it. Also, before you continue, good timing because I got Sam in the quiz. Nice. Read it out. So. Uh, it says, Sam is an enigma. Sometimes he's super cringe and will plan super romantic dates, and other times he draws back into his man cave. This is literally me. He's focused on his career and puts a lot of pressure on himself. That's not me. I was going to say, he's you quietly... have a career. <laughs> That's not me. He's quietly confident, and he's going to put all his energy into you. That's sweet. Hope Sam puts all his energy into me. If you're not, I'm saying... I going to say, all he's going to put into you, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that was that. gross. Um, all right, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> to be fair, that that quiz said it, not me. I mean, um, yeah, that's true. All right, number three. Now, this is where we start to get to the iconic shit. Number three from the first Mamma Mia, does your mother know? Yeah, okay, that's a pretty good one. Okay. I'll give you that. That wasn't the reaction I was expecting, but whatever. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, Christine Baranski singing it. You can clearly see how off her face she is during this scene it's so funny and there's like the little bar boy who's like no let's have sex again or for the first time and she's like sweaty i'm old enough to be your grandmother and then she just launches into it just makes fun of him for three and a half minutes until everyone on the beach is making fun of him which is perfect yeah 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 so that's does your mother know good time um, that is a good one. Yeah, number two, the classic from the first movie, Lay All Your Love on Me. Mm-hmm. As That's we spoke about pick. before, beach scene, iconic. We love that. And then 100%. number one, Taking the Cake, which I feel will be similar to yours or the same. Um, why did it have to be me? Because yep. the scene on the boat where they're dancing, young Bill, young Donna, just it's so it's such a good time. Well choreographed. They can both sing, yeah. So, and that helps. The bonus for the for the um, bridge, you get young Harry who arrives to get back with Donna before she leaves, and then he sees that she's off dancing and like eye sexing with another man, and he's really so upset. Sad. And it's quite it's quite sad. Poor guy. But then he goes straight so back sad. into the boom boom boom, and it's all good. <laughs> boom 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 boom. Yep, that's how it goes. Yeah. All, all right. right. What's your five? <clears throat> I'll, I'll rattle through them. Uh, kind of similar to yours, so I can rattle through them pretty quickly. It's number five. From number two, When I Kiss the Teacher. Nice. I don't know why. I just really like that song. That's good. And um, the other thing about this, and also Why Did It Have to Be Me, which is on my list as well, um, two songs that I had never heard until I saw the movie. So I had no pre-existing knowledge of what the ABBA song sounded like. Yeah. Um, they were just completely new songs to me uh, in this movie. So I don't know. It was like I just had a more of an appreciation for this version of the song because I'd never heard the original. Yeah, I hadn't either, um, actually. But yeah. Yeah, because well, that's the thing. The first one's like ABBA's greatest hits. Yeah. So then the second one, they kind of had to, for some, they had to sort of dig further and go, what else can we grab that isn't uh, as popular because all the popular ones have already been used. Yeah, yeah. They did really well, though. Um, they did. Uh, they picked some really fucking good songs, mm. and they did really good versions of them. So yeah. that's always good. Um, all right. <clears throat> Number four, you also had this one, Lay All Your Love On Me. Yep. That's a good one. We like that one. We do. Um, bit inappropriate, though. I don't oh, know. Don't I've heard. Not the un- don't let the under-8s look at it. 
Mm, under eight's not allowed. Yeah. Um, number three, uh, Waterloo. And again, another good one. Great you song. had that as well. I did. Very good. Uh, very, probably the best uh, scene to a song in the second movie, as in like the choreography is good. The, f- the full scene, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, except for number two, why did it have to be me? Um, that is probably the best, uh, scene to a song in that movie. Um, the full thing, very well choreographed. As you said, the part where Harry comes along and then he's all sad, very emotional. It is. Then straight back into the boom, 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 boom. Exactly. You get about what, it's literally 14 seconds of emotional and then it's just, back into them dancing again. You're like, oh, okay, I'll be happy. It's fine. Incredible. It's like, lucky I'm not Harry, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. nothing like Ooh. him. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <clears throat> All right. Now I know what you're thinking, Callum, because you're like, it's why did like you saw... me? It's always like you saw my facial two. expression. <laughs> um, I, I didn't, but I kind of wish I did. Um, I, I know what you're thinking. Why did it have to be me? Number two? That's weird. Um, I know that's your favourite song, Nathan. Why would it be a number two? Because um, you clearly don't know my actual favourite song, which is S.O.S. by Pierce Brosnan. Um, <laughs> the... <laughs> I tr- Look, I tried to keep a straight face and I instantly broke it, even though no one can see my face, because holy shit, it's bad, but it's I have horrible. to listen to number one because it's bad. <laughs> um, it's literally like but... listening to a drowning puppy. If I can go even more specific, I'm going to say the version from the second one where um, it's <laughs> yeah. when he's remembering <laughs> he's remembering when he was younger and all the <laughs> shit happened with them. And he's just sitting in his hut, like, I don't know, doing architect stuff, whatever yeah. the fuck he does up there in the fucking mountain hut. Um, and he just, like, sings a weird, like, It's like whispery... three sentences. It's not even, there's yeah. no music in the background. It's just him going, yeah. <laughs> when you go, to go on. It's like that too. He has the little gaps in the middle, which yeah. doesn't make any sense. No, that's my favorite version of the song. Um, better than the original. Yeah, obviously. Um, best thing Pierce Brosnan's ever done, actually. <laughs> um, so yeah, I honestly loved it. Um, if you love that, definitely listen to "Knowing Me, Knowing You" from the soundtrack because you get a whole extra verse of Pierce Brosnan. I just, I need to now. I didn't even know it existed. I've got to do it now. Um, All right. We've been talking for a while, but we're here at the point that we really came for. And this is the part that we, I've been fucking hyping this up. You've mentioned it a few times. In fact, you even have a fucking TikTok about it. I do. Um, Yeah. Do you want to talk about uh, the Mamma Mia Cinematic Universe? Because you should kick that off. I will. Um... We actually refer to it as the, um, what do I call it? The MMM. The MMM, the M-M-M. which is the Mamma Mia Multiverse. Right, that well, makes no. sense. Well, that's what we wanted, but that's only, no, it will disregard. Disregard the Mamma Mia Cinematic Universe, Mamma Mia Extended Universe, MMEU, we got it. MMEU, that's M-M-E-U. much better. Mew. Um, <laughs> and so we've had Mamma Mia. You know, that was based on the stage performance, a, la- a lesser version of it, obviously. We've had Mamma Mia 2, Here We Go Again. Are you ready for Mamma 3 Just saying. 
I could ne- Mother Three. I could never let you go. Or how could I? Is yeah. that what you're? Ah, co- oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we right. could call I it like, like that. you know, how could I resist you? But that doesn't have the same ring. I um, think. Tokyo Drift. Um, two Mama, two yeah. Mia. Yeah. <laughs> two Mama, two Mia. That's my favorite version. Um. All right. Kick kick it off with right. uh, what you explain in your TikTok. Okay. Um, so, oh. Uh, yeah, no, that's... Okay, so I've made a playlist for this. It's called Mama 3. I feel free to look it up. Or don't. I don't care. Um, I got the TikTok appreciation that I needed. <laughs> so I've I've made the playlist and I've sorted it out, right? So we've got a few songs at the start. I'm just loading it up. Just give me two seconds. Here we go. Okay, so we've got a few songs at the start. Act 1 goes from Intermezzo number 1 through to Eagle. Um, include songs like Ring Ring, Another Town, Another Train, uh, People Need Love, On and On and On, great songs, Summer Night City, Under Attack. Under Attack was in the first movie also. And then we have Act 2, which is uh, Chikatita, but an actual version, right? Not the one from the first movie, which isn't even on the soundtrack. So it goes from Chikatita right through to Rock Me, which is one of ABBA's best songs, which me and Tom did request at the Christmas party, uh, and they didn't play another story still devastated um and then right at the end we have a final medley now the final medley is from all the best songs from the entire series like you know uh dancing queen super trooper gimme 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 lay all your love on me waterloo mamma mia and finally to cap it off thank you for the music because we need to thank them for a trilogy right that's a good way to end it thank you that's an excellent way to cap out a trilogy i reckon yeah myself and matilda have planned the script um, for Mama Threea because, like, you know, we had to. It involves time travel. So the Greek well that is at Belladonna, the resort, the Greek well sends Sophie back in time when she's pregnant and then she meets young Meryl, who is also pregnant, and then they bond and they oh, learn stuff about each other. You know? Incredible. You know? Great. It does they learn inc- stuff. <laughs> they, they learn how to mother together and that's why the connection between old Donna and Sophie is so strong. Adds up. How's that for continuity? Hmm. I love <laughs> continuity. it. Continuity. Fucking... Yeah. How's <laughs> that for continuing, huh? <laughs> yeah. And then... How is it? It does Go also on. feature uh, Hector the Horse, who was in the second movie. Um, yeah, that's my... Oh, fucking also. So me and Matilda planned this uh, 2018 summer. That's when the second one came out, so yeah. Yeah, so, so in December, because I remember the Christmas lights were up. Mm-hmm. That's when we planned it. An article came out five months ago where they said, Mama Mia 3 ideas, time travel? Hmm? And I was like, oh. excuse me? This was like the Sounds fucking... Sounds like they stole your idea. Yeah, it's like, but... it's like the dog. It's like, Mama Mia 3. Hmm? I don't know, man. Sounds like they've been reading your mind. It do be, and I don't like um, it. Yeah, this. I think this is the article. Um, uh, a third Mamma Mia film is in the works, and I have several ideas on how it could go down. Oh, no, there was the one that was, like, director mentioned time travel. That's why I was oh. shocked. Oh. Shocking. Interesting. But again, I might have made it up and just have read that one and be like, oh, they stole my idea. So who knows? Uh, they're also saying they could just do young Sher. Oh, uh, no, no. They could do just Tanya and Rosie. <laughs> no, don't do that. No. Um, 
they're like, oh, we could show more of the dynamos. There's not much else to show. Like, what? They did, yeah. They showed them. Yeah. Oh, Um, hold on. Spin-off series of Tanya and Rosie. That could work. Fleetwood Mac. That could work. Yeah. Could do that. That wouldn't be bad. It could. Um, Yeah, look. I mean... You've got all the um, the the titles that were posted on Twitter, and they're all pretty good. They're all amazing, um, especially like Mamma Mia Three: Revenge of the Mia, um, Mamma Mia Five: The Mia Strikes Back, um, Mamma Mia Seven: The Mama Awakens. Um, I like all of those; they're pretty good. Yeah, um, I think yeah. Two Mama Two Mia is still one of my favorite, or Mia yes. Six or something. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, there's also ones where people are just listing like who they're going to get as like the big, um, diva in the movie. (laughs) So it's like, Mamma Mia, Meryl Streep, Mamma Mia 2, sure. Mamma Mia 3, Betty Midler, Mamma Mia 4, Barbara Streisand. (laughs) Mamma Mia, here's the thing, right? Mamma Mia 5, Celine Dion. Why the fuck would you get her? Don't tell me that wouldn't happen before number five. No, but why would would you want That would happen next. I don't know, but it would happen next, wouldn't it? Oh, no, they get like, they get like Lady Gaga or something coming up. What about Mamma Mia 6, Dolly Parton? I'm Um, intrigued. I think that could be third. I reckon that could be next. That could be next. 100%. That's like sure vibes. Like that sort of level that they would put it in. Could you imagine Country ABBA? That would be great, which is what we'd be getting with it. Mm. Amazing. Yeah, that would be kind of sick. Yeah. That'd slap. It would. Um, yeah, so that's your idea for the third one. Did you have other ideas for, like, the fourth? No. Uh, or no, this, is a, came up with the this is a trilogy. We're, we're not doing it Oh, no, yeah, because you yeah. said you wanted to, like, cut it out there, and then you could do some spin-off series. You could do a movie with Young Sher if you really wanted to do that, I guess. Yeah, um, it'd be weird, make though, because it it it'd be in Mexico. There'd be no good ABBA songs left. There wouldn't be Sher. So, so like, that's the problem, is that yeah. if you keep going, you run out of ABBA songs eventually. Exactly. Half the ones in the second one are the same songs from the first one. Yeah, that's why, like, so, I reckon if you do, like... Because I've, I've got it... The, the ones I read out, they're all still really popular ones that people know, and then the other half mm-hmm. are, like, ones people have never heard of, but they're still really good. Because I've sorted through, like, all the albums. It was a whole night. Um, and then you have, like, the six or seven popular ones that have been in both as like a massive medley at the end. I reckon that'd be the perfect way to do it. Yeah, probably. Have I thought about this too much? Absolutely. Definitely. My (laughs) other thought is what if you just got the same writers to do a completely separate movie with completely different actors and everything, completely different story, but you just chose a different like seventies pop band to, um, focus all the soundtrack on yeah or do you choose a like a 80s band or like a 90s band and you focus the entire soundtrack on them and the plot on those songs too i have requested it um i reckon we could do one on the veronicas but only up to 2010 you know what wouldn't surprise me a fleetwood mac one yeah that'd be good that would be very like the same thing and you could call it dreams yeah. Sure. Or you could call it the chain. No. And then yeah, you could call it 
You could call it everywhere, and then yeah, you could just <laughs> uh, Tango in the Night. Tango in the Perfect. Night is Done. the name Sold. of the movie. Love it. Um, and then the soundtrack is all of their greatest hits. It's literally just the same as Mamma Mia One. It's oh, um, there's a boy. Let's go with um, Fleet, Miles Teller. Okay. Um, yep. and <laughs> and he's getting married in uh Italy, Paris. Okay. And, <laughs> and he's getting married to a girl called Rhiannon. Rhiannon. Played by? Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> Miles Teller and Rihanna doesn't work at all. No, because and then... that's why we're doing because, it. No, because then they need to break up because that's what their entire discography is about. And they can break up oh, and true. he could cheat on her and she could be like, I'm literally the best fucking thing on the earth. What is wrong with and you? And Rihanna sing Fleetwood Mac. Fuck. Yeah, oh, see, actually, okay, you know, I, so I, I don't want her anymore. Get someone else. I chose Miles Teller on acting. I should have gone on singing. Uh, oh, get, Zac um, Efron. <laughs> yeah? Wait, what he about... He wouldn't do it. What's his face? Um, no, that's the wrong... What's the cancer movie? James Corden? No. Um, I didn't say... Oh, Ansel Elgort? Yeah. Are we, did you cancel him, or can I have him in my fake movie? I think we've, I think we've uncancelled him Good. now. It sounds like it wasn't as bad as it sounded at first, so I've uncancelled him. Um, Excellent. So can we get Miles? He Teller? would fit. He'd be great. I reckon Ansel. Oh, make it a gay love story. That's progressive. Oh, it is. People love progressive. And then Let's we can that. have no, because then we can have young Harry as Rhiannon. Yeah. Or Rye. Okay. Maybe call him Rye. I don't know. Hang on, hang on. I've got it. Ansel Elgort is getting married to Harry Styles. Yeah, but I don't think Harry there Styles... There was pure be... silence there. <laughs> well, I'm thinking about the likelihood. Harry Styles wouldn't sign on, but you know who would? Timothy Chalamet. Oh my god, oh my god. imagine that. Because then, oh yeah, no, because then one of them could be called Fleet, the other one could be called Mac. Perfect. That kind of slaps. Yeah. Mm, okay, and then do we make it the same thing where, like, um, he's trying to find <laughs> her mum, his, his mum, and it's like, he has yeah, three mums. Rhiannon, who Stevie, and... The other girl. What's her name? Christine. Chris- Christine. Yeah. yeah. Played by... Meryl Streep. Okay. <laughs> Let's be honest. Stevie Nicks would cast herself in it. I would want um, Stevie Nicks in it. And if it wasn't Stevie Nicks, I don't want it made. Yeah. So who do you get? You get Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks. Dolly Parton. And then... Who I else guess Sure as well, right? Nah. We can do better than that. Mm. <sighs> Trying to think something like really weird and obscure. Oh, I'll just look up. Oh, we could get if you really wanted to just chuck in a bit of variety, you could get Sandra Bullock. You could. Yep. Um, you could get John Travolta wearing the dress from Hairspray. Um, but you know, if I that was know. made, it would just be. If that happened, it would just be James Corden. So we don't want that at all. You know, the Hairspray soundtrack got robbed. By the way, when I was looking at the awards that um the Mamma Mia soundtrack won, yeah, uh, Hairspray was a different year, but it got robbed hard. Um, I can't remember what beat it, but it was not that good. Yeah, um, probably not. Nothing was that year. Soundtrack no. Kate Blanchett maybe she'd do something mm, like that. Doesn't fit with. Oh, she's too young, I, I suppose. You need the you need the three dynamic though, don't you? Like yeah. you need the 
the three of them to be like they click like because the guys click in in this yeah but so that's you'd need that mm. could we do sister wants to find his long lost sister instead because that's easier then you go younger yeah that yeah. could work because then we could get people like sarah michelle geller uh i'm i've got a list up saoirse ronan she can sing she's really good true true um could we be super progressive and have um elliot page getting married mm, we could do that that could work also why are we planning this movie this is Absolutely nothing to do with Mamma Mia. I don't know. We've been doing this for like 10 minutes, but fucking who cares? Does anyone actually get this far? If you got this far, congratulations. You get An hour and 10 minutes, yeah. This is gem. this is content. Content. Kathy Bates. We'll get Kathy it. Bates. That works. Done. That probably works. Dolly Parton, Kathy Bates, and Stevie Nicks. Yeah, because that's like the bridge yeah. between... No, it's not, but it'll do. It's close enough. Between like um... Kooky and Country. Kathy Bates. <laughs> Can't believe you just said that about Kathy Bates. <laughs> well, I just mean the mix between kooky and country. Well, because that's Yeehaw. what the other two are, aren't they? Sure, you can say that. Kooky and country. Yeehaw, baby. Um, that's I'm gonna wrap it there. I was I pretty much aiming for an hour and fifteen, and we hit. We're at an hour seventeen now. Amazing. So I'm pretty happy with that. Did you have um, any other notes on Mamma Mia? honestly no did you yeah i had all of my notes which i thought we were gonna talk about you had like full notes i watched the movies sorry i mean that's okay i watched the second one but like i just had so much other stuff to talk about there's just so much more to talk about than just the movies that's fair you know? i mean it was mostly just me saying this sucked or that sucked or this was amazing Most people don't get to um people come in and they're like oh finally they're gonna talk about movies i like and really it's us just going what what that Pierce Brosnan kind of sucks doesn't he like that's it absolutely for an hour if, oh which if Matilda listens I feel <laughs> if Matilda <laughs> listens to this I feel really bad Matilda I've got a whole I've got, I've written an entire envelope of notes and notes on my phone um well uh, yeah no, if you want to read no it. one will ever see them they're gone forever I'm gonna put them in my will Suck and make it. them read them to you <laughs> Callum specifically requested that uh, you read his notes from the Mamma Mia. No, 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 no. Episode. No, no, no. I request that somebody reads them to you, Nathan, because you've ah. wasted you've wasted my pen ink. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, you owe me a pen for this. That's that's I'd what I've so. got. A pen in an afternoon. Can't get back watching that first fucking movie. Sorry, and the hour twenty you've been recording this podcast. <laughs> I, <laughs> I suppose want it back. it's fine. <laughs> I mean, you'll get it back. I'll be on your podcast and it'll be fine. We'll, we'll be even. Um, bit rude to think you'll be getting an invite back. I'm the best one. No, I'm not. That's a lot. Denim, no one gets this far, but um, Denim was definitely your best co-host so far. Thank you. He fucking, he's very good. Very, very good. He knows what he's talking about, so that helps. I think it was just, it helped that we were both just fucking fanboys for Joji. I think it just made it hundred percent. Like my Discord, that we're filming this on disc, recording on Discord or Zencast or something. My like icon is Joji. Yes. Next Incredible. to Nikki Flippers. Hey, that's me, Nikki Flippers. I'm just vibing. Mustache and all. 
<laughs> um, I would do the voice, but I can't do the voice, so I'm not going to do it. Yeah, it's something um, like David Attenborough, but absolutely nothing like him. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Um, I'm not going to nail that. No. There's no way. Give it a go. Give as it a go. Funny for, as it would be. As a no. gift, as a gift for all the listeners that made it this far. Fine. Let <laughs> let me look at this. YouTube. A little treat. Look at this. Um, Nikki Flippers. I need just a clip of Nikki Flip. There's a song called Nikki Flippers. Um, there's a playlist called. I'm concerned by this playlist. Go ahead. It's called Nikki Flippers. The first video is opening to Saw 3 2007 <laughs> DVD full screen, and it's filmed through a camera oh my God. of a TV. So the camera pointed at a TV. And it's 11 minutes. Yeah. It's just the opening of Saw. Um, then you've got the emoji movie, Alex almost delete all his app, Indodub. Then That's... you've got a Happy Tree Friends episode. Is it a good one, traps, though? Uh, take a hike blurb. I don't remember that I one. I don't know. Um, you got two Saw traps and then four episodes or four uh, one-minute sections of Ren and Stimpy, then a video called Hippo Attacks and Funny Moments. <laughs> Why is the playlist person... called Nikki Flippers? That person <laughs> needs sounds... Jesus. This is psychotic. Yeah. This is like the start of a psychotic breakdown I can see happening. Um, I wish I could see when the playlist was made because it's actually stressing me out of it. Oh, yeah. Um, did you get your Nikki Flippers voice? But I did. I, I didn't even get one. Um, this is all for nothing. This is so stupid. I'll send you what I've got because if you listen to the first like three I've, seconds, uh, hang on. Let's hear it from the wolves. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> all right, let me let me give it one more go. Let's hear it from the wolves. Let's hear it from the wolves. Let's hear it from the wolves. Nah, fuck it. That was horrible. Oh. That was terrible. Thanks, Carl, for being on the podcast. Thank I, you for I feel the like I just have to end it because if I keep going, I'm just going to keep going. Ooh, this is true. I'm going to keep talking about The Wolf from Hoodwinked Shorty. That's a that's the next recommended clip. Do not watch it. <laughs> I If I watch that, my entire YouTube recommended is going to be Hoodwinked, so I can't do that. <laughs> um, Awesome. Thanks for coming on, Carl. Thank you for Very having much me. It was lots of fun. Um, and I will catch everyone listening next week. Uh, thank you for listening. Catch you on the flip side. Love Nikki you guys. Flippers. Nikki Flippers. Nikki Flippers Let's out. hear it from the wolves. Oh. <laughs>